Hey everybody, I'm Eric Obremt and you're listening to Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. We talk about real shit, what's on our minds, and don't give a fuck if it makes you feel a little uncomfortable. So sit back, strap in, and get ready for some real shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Be Authentic or Get the Fuck Out. I'm your host, Eric Obremt. We're back here at d to con 6 doing some interviews on the floor and today's going to be fun. I'm super excited about this conversation. I have got my man Cody Mack here today. Cody, thanks for being here. Of course, man. Dude, Happy we haven't here. seen each other in a fucking hot second. Mm-hmm. And we literally just run each, into each other on the floor yesterday, right? You're standing at the booth next to my booth and uh, didn't even notice my giant fucking portrait, right, up on the wall. And we literally run in, into each other and start talking and I just have like all these memories flashback from the time that we spent together on fucking boats. And, and then I forgot about the time that like, then we, we were doing like pod stuff and had to get on calls afterwards. And you were going through this fucking life transformation shit. And like from the guy, the Cody that I met on the boat to the Cody that is today is like amazingly fucking different. It's been a journey, man. Right? And so I'm really excited to talk about that. I think that people can relate, you know, to to being somebody at one time in their life and identifying Mm -hmm. as that person, right? And then making these changes throughout your life to where it's hard to even imagine identifying yourself as that, right? So before we get into all of that, I think the funniest part of this story is that I have been giving this speech for how fucking long yeah. that involved you, but you had no idea no that it idea, did. Yeah. And I never said your name in it at all, right? Like I was never gonna call you out like yeah. to a group of people that don't know who you are. But yesterday it was so much fun because you got to come to the presentation yeah. and I got to call you out in the room, which was just hilarious to me. Uh-huh. Do you remember that I, time? I do. Okay. So just so kind of set Recap. the stage. Yeah. Um, at the end of the retreat, where am I looking at? No, oh. you look at me, okay. but just, yeah. So at the end of the retreat, it was like my first, this is my first experience like of this sort. So at the end of the retreat, Sam's like, all right, we're gonna do a feedback loop. And I'm right. like, I don't, I've never done that with like friends, No, family, neither did I. Like, yeah. Like, like, like this has never happened in my life. Right. So he's like, all right, so you're gonna get a group. And it was like me, you, Jake, and like maybe two other people. Yep. Anyway, very intimate group. You stand in the front, open arms, and you just have yep. to like ask for feedback. And, yep. I'm, and I'm like, I don't. I don't do this. Like I don't critique right. people right. to their face. It, like right. not, not trying to say like I do them behind their back, but like if someone like doesn't do something I like, I don't like. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. Anyway, so especially meeting someone for two, two days, three days. I'm like, <laughs> what? Right. The, what is this? What is this? So anyway, yeah. So I remember you doing that, and I was like, I don't have any feedback. Besides, I was like, I guess he's a little harsh when he like speaks, like because I've never met you before. Right. And everyone else was like trying to keep this business facade going. Right. And you're like, no, fuck that. I was like, wait, whoa, whoa. Are we allowed to, are we allowed to say fuck on this boat? Like, I thought we were like in trouble for that. So, so I oh, was really? like, yeah, dude, I didn't know. And they were all, it was like very business casual. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everyone's trying to keep this facade. And you were just like raw with it. Yeah. And like, what, what advice do you give Eric? I'm like, dude, Eric dunks on me in every aspect of life. What advice am I going to give him? Right? Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I guess like, don't be as abrasive because I knew, dude, I saw some of the guys cringe when you would drop F bombs. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I guess that's the thing. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. so I tried to deliver that, but yeah. at the same time, like, it's funny because I didn't even know it affected you. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was trying to give honest feedback. Like, if this was the thing, I'm going to try my best to just be authentic and tell you. Right. But, like, 
I, this could be a complete swing and a miss. Right. So anyway, I remember doing it, didn't think it affected you, right. and then hearing the story after, yeah. how that was like the catapult to you being like, Sam, I don't want to be here. Like, F the, like I screwed right. these people to being like, oh, no, no, this is my catapult to, this is exactly who I am, and I love this, and I just feel like that's... Isn't it, isn't it crazy, cool. though? Yeah. Like, you don't realize how l- any type of little moments... It's anything. ...can have an impact on anyone, and I did, like... For months after that, I was like, fuck that guy. I hope he gets hit by a fucking car. You know, like, <laughs> I really Got did. deep in the field, I bro. did. And then I think that Sam, I think that Sam was intentional about then putting us in that same group together <laughs> and making us fucking communicate with each other. That's amazing. Isn't it? Yeah. Because, because then we had this, like, separate pod where you had to get on, like, individual calls mm-hmm. with each other, right? And then, correct me if I'm wrong, but... But kind of when that started happening, it was a little bit later, right? Yeah. But when that started happening, all of a sudden you started going through a real change in your life, correct? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we kind of started having a different connection in that moment. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Tell people a little bit about that. Yeah. So I guess to kind of set the groundwork, so um, three months before Lake Powell, me and my wife at the time decided to separate. Okay. So we were separated for the three months. And after Lake Powell, I was going back to decide with if we were going to be together. Like that was like the the combo that ended right. Lake Powell. Right. So so that was like it was like a it was a really weird spot to be in. And so from from Lake Powell, get, getting back and being like, okay, we're done. I was like, oh, cool. Like ground zero. Like where am I going? Like, what am I doing? Who am I? Like right? Like a very right. like soul searching moment. Of like okay, yeah. where, Like what what? Who is Cody? Where? Because am I going? who was am Cody I before? I think Cody was a very uh, a very like. By the book, rule following, get like very, very strict, like real straight buttoned edge. up. Yeah, real buttoned up, like very, like yeah. follow the rules, like don't cause problems, like very, right. like very. Did you have religious upbringing? Yes, very religious. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. And and so anyway, just very like very tight. And then I get to that point, I was like, okay, I get to figure it, define myself, find myself out, and uh, just like okay, I don't, I don't have to listen to what anyone thinks anymore. I get to decide for myself. Who, what I like to do, yeah. Like, what I like to—that's a freeing moment. I, I know, and I like had to examine every one of my beliefs that I had programmed in my head. Like, do I like this, or am I told this is what I like? <laughs> right. It was just like a very like, okay, ooh, what, what's going on? And then, then it was just a slow build, man. Like over the next few months, like it's like, oh, cool. I like this. I like this. I like this. And right. Just building a life, and and now my life is insane, incredible. And, and the crazy part is, it's it's directly tracked success. Like I was like successful before, like right, like but not like. Compared to now, but like, happiness leads to oh success. My gosh, success yeah. doesn't lead to happiness. Exactly, literally to right? the T. Yeah, to the T. That's hilarious because I just and then and then I remember I remember going from that moment to you. Let's just call it transitioning, <laughs> for lack of a better fucking example. But like all of a sudden, I see Cody with fucking glow sticks, fucking running around town at raves, and I'm like, what the fuck yeah. happened? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you were able to find you. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people listening and have went through the same shit, whether it's a separation, a divorce, a breakup, um, someone dying, yeah. right? Like that completely, completely changes what your identity was. Your identity was buttoned up, Cody. I do this every day. I've got my wife at home. I've got ba 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 right? And that's what you identify with, and you're like, this is my life, yeah. right? But then sometimes you wake up one day, and you're like, 
wait, I don't really think this is what I fucking signed up for. I think I was told this is what I was supposed to sign up for. Amen. Right? Yeah. And I think that there's so many people that are afraid yeah. of yeah. finding their own path. And I'm not saying that everybody's path is mine or Cody's or whatever, but everybody has their own path, but you get so stuck in, well, this is what my dad did. This is what my parents did. This is what, whatever, right? And, and to your point, figuring out, do I believe this or was I programmed yeah. to believe this? Scary. Right? It's scary to feel like maybe some of your ideas aren't really ideas, you know? And they're not really your own. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I think the crazy part, too, for me was, like, the whole idea of, like, being raised super religious and being like, oh, you're, you're a good person, right, in the beginning. Right. But then, like, everything, like... Cause and I, you're a good person if you do this. Yeah. So then, conditionally, right, as soon as I, I was, like, figuring out my own stuff, I kept feeling like, okay, so, I'm, and, like, if, I, if I'd self-discover enough, could I be a bad person? And, right. And if I was a bad person, what does that even mean? Like, what life do you live if you're just a bad person? So I feel like I had such, a, like, a moral, like, conundrum of, like... Yeah. Okay, well, I'm just going to feel this out and find out what, like, what does that even mean and who am I and what's like. So just, yeah, just a lot of self-discovery, trying to figure so out. So what happened with your family when you did that? Um, honestly, it was, it's kind of wild. My parents were very, like, hippie background, so not, they're not, they're very hands-off. Like, a lot of people are religious, but their parents are, like, choking them with religion. Yes. My parents did not care at all, but they, like, put me in it, and I was such a rule follower that, like, it's just crazy, like, to think about. Like, I have so many friends that are religious with very tight-knit parents, and they went off the walls growing up. Right. And I, I, like, couldn't, like, I had, like, golden boy syndrome. Like, I couldn't do anything wrong just because I was like, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't do wrong things. Like, I'm, like, the perfect child. Right. And so I feel like the, big, the biggest hardship for them was to, for them to be like, oh, like, wait, like, you don't go to church anymore? You don't do this anymore? You don't do the things like... And they weren't, like, they were a little disappointed, but they were, like, they're, like, accepting because they're very open, loving people. But it was a weird thing for them to see. Yeah. Very weird. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. It's like, okay, wait, so do we not know who he is? Like, <laughs> right. right? Like, yeah. wait. But the conversation is, mom and dad, I don't even know who the fuck I exactly. am. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, guys, but I still love you, and we're going to figure this thing out. But, like, like yeah, like I'm, I'm going to start doing things I like. So nobody pushed each other away? No. Luck, relationship? Very, very lucky. That is, that, and that is very lucky, right? Because very there's lucky. a lot of people listening that had the exact opposite mm-hmm. reaction when they tried to do that. Like, and, and definitely there was a little bit of, like, I don't know, rejection from the family. Like, I remember when, like, I told my dad, like, hey, like, like I'm getting divorced. He was like, yeah. oh, well, it's like, she, she can stay and you, you can get the fuck out. Like, you're right? Like, stuff like that. Like, just kind of like. Really? Like, yeah, well, because, dude, we're, we're there, like, almost seven years, right? Right. And so, like, there was, like, a lot of, like, things. And they don't, like, we didn't really talk that much. And they didn't really know me that well. I didn't know myself that well. Like, right. And so, they, like, they were just, like, a lot of, like, like, subtle, like, well, like, what the fuck are you, what are you doing? What do you right. do with your life? And so, right. anyway, moral story, then we broke into, like, now that I know myself, now they know that I'm happier. They see what's going on. Right. And it's, it's much more radical acceptance. They never, like, pushed me away, but I could tell they were a little, like, okay, Cody. Like, you're, she you're gonna, can stay. You're gonna, you gonna, can yeah, go. Yeah, you're going to fuck this up. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they literally were looking at me like, yeah, Cody. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, obviously, yeah, they were just, like, very, like, I don't know. Do you and know you guys didn't have kids or anything, no, though, no right? No, nothing. Interesting. And, 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 like, when you split, you split. Yeah. Like, there's no communication. No communication. Okay, so it wasn't, like, a great thing for her. Uh, no, well, so it was in, very In the moment. Yeah, one of it was very, very agreeable in the moment. And then uh, when it came to, like, 
the paperwork and the money, that's when it got real messy. Gotcha. Okay. Never, yeah. Because yeah. I know people. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I know people can relate to that. Like, because oh, yeah. that's a really hard. That's a hard thing to go through, even if it's mutual, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. there's still a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling because you do have this past, yeah. right? As much as you may love, hate, whatever it is, each other, you still. But then it sucks because then it gets down to paperwork and money. Yeah, literally, we were we we're like perfect, almost on the finish line. Yeah, and then some lawyer was like, "Oh, by the way, you know you can get this, 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 and this." And I was, was like, that? "Oh my god!" I was like, "Bro, <laughs> like we we divided out all the assets like pretty like fairly. It was all like done." Yeah, and we just go into a lawyer to get it done, and one lawyer was like, "Oh, by the way, you know you can get this, 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 this." And I was like, "Oh no, son of a bitch!" Yeah, and and it got just real nasty. And I don't like I don't blame her. Like if someone told you like, "Oh, you could get." Yeah, a shitload more like this or a shitload like right, like and especially after going through something hard, it's like emotional. And like I like I get it, but right. I just, I just it just became real rocky real quick. That's crazy. So so tell me what you're doing now. So tell me what you're doing now and and how Cody's living now. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. So let's so work. Yeah, yeah sure. So work. So right now I do solar. Okay. So that's like my main thing still. Okay. Um. For yourself, somebody else, you're building teams. Uh, I'm a partner. Yeah. So partner okay. in the company. So there's three owners in the company. Which okay. is sweet. Um. And I, I act as a president of sales, so I just okay. focus on all the, the sales. We have a CEO, and then we have an investment partner, okay. um, which is amazing. He does he helps guys get into franchises and get them get them off the doors as fast as possible. Okay. Get them Based into, out of here, or yeah, yeah, Utah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Um, and uh, and then I have the gaming company, and that's like oh my yeah, I forgot about enjoy. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, that's kind of your passion. Yes. yes right. One hundred percent. Tell me about the gaming company. Tell everybody about the gaming company okay, a little so, bit because I'm super interested. Yeah. In so um, so we're about almost. She's six, almost seven years now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the goal was, okay, how can I take gaming, which is an, a, a, an amazing niche. It's kind of where sports were 20, 30 years ago, where maybe more than that, but when they were like, hey, like the kids like playing, but right now they're like, go go get a paper out. Why are you playing with a ball on the field? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. To where sports are now, where it's like, oh, if your kid is really good at football, they're the best and they can get they go to college. Maybe not to play professionally, but they at least get college for free. Yeah, yeah. At least get leadership, community, discipline. Yep. So gaming is like kind of in that niche right now, and I kind of saw that and I was like, okay, there's so many kids that are gamers that literally get to end high school and they're like, oh, well, I don't want to, like, I don't want to go to college. Like, why would I spend that money? I don't know what I want to do. And they just game and they get a job and they just kind of figure some things out. But I felt like there was such a crux there. Yeah. And so there was like, okay, how do we help that that kid? get involved in an experience that they love in high school, get developed and get to college. And, and obviously not to be a professional gamer per se. I mean, yeah. that, that happens, but more so to get to college to discover themselves so they actually can have a better life. Okay. And for me as a big gamer, I use gaming to like quantify sales to get it selling. And I got lucky, I feel like. I feel like if I didn't find that niche, I would have been in the same route where I was like, oh, I like gaming. I, I don't know if I want to go to trade school. Like, I just don't know where I want to go because there right. wasn't direction. Where in college, it's like, so oh, are you saying that there's to. like a way to monetize it for them? Oh, correct. Yeah. Okay. The same way sports are. Okay. So if you're good enough at the game, we, we get them on, on, on streams and they, they can literally play competitively. People sponsor their jerseys the same way. They sponsor the, the games, the matches, the leagues. It's like that same And the idea isn't to exist. get them to not go to school or to not no, do no, something. It's, it's to get them to go do that and enhance it. Correct. So the first couple of years, I was pitching this to principals and they were like, no. Like, you want my kids to play more games? Like, right. no. But I was like, okay, so how I broke into the space was like, all right, principal, let's run this league for you. I will get your kids organized and competing against another school. And if their grades go down one point, we will can the whole thing and I'll pay for every dime of it. Wow, bold. Yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll prove this to you. 
I'll prove this to you that this works. And so we literally went to this school, we took the kids together, and we filmed a documentary of this one kid in particular who had kids' grades average go up by 1.5, like one, one and a half points. Really? What would you attribute that to? That if they didn't have good grades, they were off the team. Oh, if they were, okay. If they were, yeah, 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 if they were yeah. caught gaming at school when they were supposed to be in class, they were kicked off the team. So all of a sudden, the kid's like has motivation to do do his work. Got it. To to be focused at school. Yeah. Or he was out. So that he could be on the team. Yeah, I love that shit. And then all of a sudden, the school started putting assemblies, and the kids would play in front of the other the kids in the school. And some of the nerd kids were literally like showcased, and all of a sudden, people were like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Now all of a sudden, the nerds. Now cool. they got now they got jerseys, and now they got sponsors, and now like stuff's going well. And we had a kid that literally like the, the reason why the documentary we had is like so powerful is the kid literally went from like a 1.6 GPA to like a 3.8, like a scholarship to college. And his parents were like, dude, we couldn't even get him to go to school. Like he was like, right. He was about to drop out. Like, we, like he was not engaged at all. And all the kids on the gaming team now, he like hangs out with all the time. And like, he found his, he's found his thing. He found his group. He found his, he found his, his tribe. He found a place he could be authentic yeah. and be himself not be rejected and he wasn't just in his house anymore he was out playing with Fuck, friends that's great at a location i don't think i people. totally understood exactly what that was i know you told me at one time but i don't think i grasped it well honestly it's such a new thing and it's hard to like explain to people like really clearly because yeah. a lot of people have so many misconceptions about what gaming is and what it even looks like and it's not a non-profit like you're you you profit from this as well, well right so so it started as a just a for-profit thing okay and we were just going to run it like in conjunction with like sports so we we're going to be like a premier league Okay. But this year is why it's so powerful. We are opening the first esports arena in a high school. So the entire wing of a high school is an esports arena. Where's that at? Uh, Bluffdale, here. I'll be go to hell. Yeah, so it's going to be incredible. So, And that is going to be fully through a nonprofit. It's going to be structured just like the NBA, where like the NBA itself is the nonprofit, but there's like each team is like a, a, a for profit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it cradles it up, but it's, um, it's incredible. So we can have people donate to these kids. Um, we can build these facilities. We can help them build out structure and, and centers. Like building these centers are going to be like building football arenas, right? Yeah. Building these out throughout the state, throughout the country, throughout the world. Like literally building the structure from ground up. But the cool part is we're we're building it better because it is it is much more regulated. There's much more dopamine involved. So like there's much more regulation. I think we need to stick with it. Yeah. But also we're seeing much greater results. That's amazing. Yeah. And tell me the name of all of that. Uh, Land King. Say it. Land King. So Land King? No, L-A-N. Like local area oh. network. Oh, fucking nerd speak. Nerd, I don't fucking speak, know what yeah. that is. Okay, all right. So, yeah, Land, so land local area network is when you used to, like, hard plug your, okay. your stuff in together. Okay. And so the whole consensus was we don't do online gaming. Like, you, you obviously, we support gaming any any facet, but we want people to be plugged in together next to each other. Like, like when we set up the Got, arena. Oh, they're, really? They're, they're literally next to each other oh. competing. Oh, I love that. Yes. Like you're in the same space. That's why you're spending have an arena. time with humans, yes. not pretend Shaking fucking hands people with, their, with, with your opponent. When you're done. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. So we, co- we coach the kids. We like literally we set up mentors for them. We how do, pe- how do kids amazing. get involved in this? Well, as of right now, the schools we, we piloted, now they're, they're good to go. They, they basically okay. when they have club days come out. Okay. They get to say, I want to be part of this club. Yeah. Um, next year, we're hoping to actually get actual like finalized like athletic improvement so it's like a part of the athletics but right now it's just a club and right now it's all kind of based in utah though uh yeah i okay. mean it happens around but we're like the ones pushing in utah got it um there's definitely a lot of great people like supporting it it's not like it's like we're the only ones yeah but yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're we're making leaps and bounds but if if we can make this successful and roll this high school like this high school program out then it's just we go to school districts and say hey we can guarantee your kids are going to perform better they're going to be happier they're going to feel more included um, they're going to go to college. We're going to put more sponsorship dollars into your school, and, and and we can show them all the benefits. Like, 
I fucking love this, like, because I never had to think about this because I was the football, baseball, jock fucking uh-huh. guy, right? But, like, yeah. you don't yeah. think about what are the other kids doing that don't mm-hmm. live in that world, right? Like, what are we doing for the kids that we just all assume are in fucking chess club? Yeah. Right? I mean, I know that that's, yeah. like, no, super stereotypical, shitty, whatever, no, no. but, like, what are we doing for those kids? Because there's so, there's so many more of them, probably, yeah. than there are the few... Yeah that are playing ball and you know what I mean like we're just the ones that are highlighted mm-hmm. because that's what's highlighted in the world in the community I couldn't agree more I love that Jesus okay Cody thank you yeah. I want to know I want the world to know more about that please make sure that when we're done here get uh, Lexi the information for that so that okay. we can drop it yeah, yeah, yeah. in the comments and, and, and spread the word about that because I love that anything I get really passionate about anybody that's doing something to help other people and especially if it's kids that are struggling, you know what I mean? Like with anything. And I know that like that is such a group of, of people that do struggle with identity and, and, and you know what I mean? And groups and finding friends and things like that. And like the thing that you're doing with that is so much more exciting than solar. I know. Right? It like, fires me up though. That, like, and I that's that super exciting. To go after it, yeah. Yeah. Like I love that shit. Please don't ever stop doing that. I already commit. I'm committed. Even if I never made a dollar doing it, I will yes. do it until I die. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cody. Thank you for being here. Thank, I'm so happy that we got to reconnect and yeah. uh, and and that I can call you a friend now. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank you, you, brother. Remember, everybody, be authentic or get the fuck out. Yeah. Swipe.